0: What is going on, everybody? Hope you're having a great Saturday night. Welcome back to Conversations with Commander Anderson. And tonight I'm going to be talking about the Micaiah Bryant shooting that happened in Ohio about a week and a half ago. This happened right after the Derek Chauvin case wrapped up, which he was found guilty on all three of the charges. His sentencing has not happened yet. But when it does, I will do an episode on that. Quick disclaimer, I am not a police officer, member of law enforcement, a lawyer, or a mental health professional. This is just my honest, informed opinion on the Micaiah Bryan shooting, which took place in Ohio when she charged a woman with a knife. Feelings are all over the place, but the facts were misconstrued from the beginning. Before we jump into that, I want to address something. I want to address the false equivalency of using Dylan Roof, Kyle Rittenhouse, and George Zimmerman. Dylan Roof deserves to be in prison. Kyle Rittenhouse deserves to be in prison. George Zimmerman was arrested, tried, and acquitted. But here is why those three men are a false equivalency to police shootings Dylan Roof and Kyle Rittenhouse already committed their crimes and were long gone from the scene. Dylan Roof gave up without incident at his house. Don't know why they took him to Burger King. I don't care. Kyle Rittenhouse already gone from the scene. And he turned himself in. There have been people saying that we live in a country where a guy can go into a church and shoot nine people. Which is true, we do. But that has nothing to do with the cases that they are trying to equate them to. Those are totally different incidents and you can always find ways to bring those conversations up without trying to equate it to something that it has nothing to do with. I don't have a problem discussing why Dylan Roof should be locked up, Kyle Rittenhouse incident, or George Zimmerman. And George Zimmerman was only arrested because of public opinion. People got upset. They wanted to see him tried for a murder. They charged him way after the fact. He was tried. He was acquitted. I'll give my thoughts on that another time. I'm going to jump into Micaiah Bryant. Let's start with what the media first reported the same night Derek Chauvin was convicted. Shortly after Derek Chauvin was convicted, the media began to report that white officer shoots black women in the back multiple times. And they also say that she was unarmed. But if you watch the video, which is available on almost every news outlet, we all know that is simply just not the truth. There was even people saying that And this is after I viewed the video. People were saying that an officer saw a knife on the ground and just started shooting. So I challenged that to a few people. I said, does anybody have the make-believe video where the knife was on the ground and the officer started shooting? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm looking at the wrong thing. If you have it, show it to me and I'll put it up. I I will put it up because I want to show that I was wrong. But from what I could see, the officer was justified. But I will get into that a little bit later. And I will also get into why you just can't taser certain people and you just can't shoot them in the leg. Because that was everybody's favorite statement about a week ago. The media reported that Micaiah Bryant called 911 for help because a group of girls or grown women came to fight her at her house. That has been proven to be simply not the truth. Once again, it is not the truth. The women who came to the house were coming over for a birthday party and these were former foster children of the owner of the home or foster mother. When approaching a house, some type of altercation ensued to where Micaiah got into some type of shouting match with these women about housekeeping and not cleaning up or whatnot. That's what started it. Now, to my knowledge and through my own research, there were two calls to 911. The first caller was not Micaiah Bryant. The second caller hung up but I do believe that it was not Micaiah Bryant. However, we do not know. So I cannot say that it was, cannot say that it wasn't. I researched it and I found nothing. This is a foster home. Why Micaiah was not with her real family, I do not know. I will get into that a bit later. When this fight started, I believe there was a lot of yelling. There were a lot of people who were really upset, but there was a different camera angle. Everybody keeps looking at the police officer's body cam from across the street. And you have Makaya yelling, I'll I'll stab you, I'll cut you, I'll kill you or whatnot. I did hear that she has some type of mental issues, but that does not give you an excuse to go after somebody with a knife. I don't think a lot of people understand what a knife can do to the body when that blade is on you. You had people saying you don't have to shoot her because the person can get stabbed in the arm. Well, if they stab him in the arm and hit an artery, bleed out, I believe the your arteries up there and bleed out, it's still gonna be a murder. A lot of people don't think, they just put scenarios together because they're in their feelings and they want to make this about race, just like the media did. But what the media failed to realize is that they reported a bunch of fiction before the facts. So, the police officer arrives on scene. Now, some people are saying that the fight, and I will give this to these people, it's a legitimate claim, that the fight rolled in front of the officer, that the officer should have drawn his taser or jumped in it or stopped the fight right away. The officer rolled out in his car Well, not rolled out, literally, but he rolled up in his car, put out his hands. I guess he was saying stop or whatever. And in that 10 to 11 seconds, he reacted to Micaiah chasing a woman in what appeared appeared to be a pink tracksuit or pink jumpsuit. He was chasing her and he fired his weapon. What I saw what I took from that that this officer was in the right, he saved the life of that woman. Had he not intervened, looking at the woman's size and looking at Micaiah's size, that woman could have been easily overpowered and possibly lost her life. I brought up this in my So Angry podcast about seeing red. Seeing red is when you're so mad that And you're not literally seeing red. It's just that you can't process information correctly. Your feelings and rage have completely taken over and you are just in attack mode. Nobody can slow you down. No one can stop you. That's not a good mode to be in. Now, there are some people out there that cannot control their anger. Then you have the walk away types like myself. And then you have the angry at the moment and come back and apologize or smooth things out a day or two later, maybe a month or two later or whatnot. Sometimes people go home and think about it and come back with a different attitude. It's just that in that moment, they were so upset that they couldn't see anything but the rage to go after the target. And that's what happened here. She went after her target. That girl was as good as dead had this officer not intervened. I do not believe that the police officer Showed up with the intent to kill Micaiah Bryant or shoot anyone at the scene. I don't think he pulled up and had in his head that today I'm gonna just you know kill somebody. I just don't get that from this one. A lot of people try to say that oh, if it had been white people fighting, he may not have pulled his gun or whatever. When you pull a knife, you pretty much give up all your rights as well to survive or to live. I look at it this way. If somebody pulled out a knife and started chasing you, your best bet is to be ready to defend yourself. Hopefully that officer is there to protect you or to eliminate the threat or whatnot. Because if he doesn't, like I just said before, you'll be as good as dead. The media kept trying to spin it as white officer shoots black girl. And the media does that a lot. It gets you riled up. If it would have just said officer shoots girl lunging with knife, the story would have been buried and swept under the rug like it is now. Now, there are little spurts of it here and there. But for all intents and purposes, really, this shooting and the Adam Toledo shooting, they've disappeared. From the media completely. Now, I did hear a few things about little village, and it was pointed out to me earlier in the, earlier in the week that someone saw it on WGN channel 9 news that the community was still upset and outraged. But it is nowhere near the level of insanity that we had last summer. So why the cop. Cannot shoot him in the leg or use a taser. And here is why. Moving targets. Well, first of all, just because someone is is a police officer doesn't mean they're a very good shot. Especially under stress or duress or things happening in the heat of the moment. Okay, yes, he shot four times. Could he have shot once and stopped her? Maybe. Could he have shot her in the leg? Maybe. However, because she had the knife, he had to neutralize the threat, which was her running with that knife. If he pulled his taser, a taser has about a 50% chance of working. Let me explain. When you get hit with the prongs, if the prongs don't make the connection, as someone pointed out to me, who is a police officer. It is like having a staple gun, pretty much. That may not have stopped her in the moment. That means now the officer will have to go up there and maybe shoot closer to other people, which he may not want to do. See, the problem is we are now living by the quote-unquote rules that we need to let people commit that crime it does not work that way. We are living by the rules that just because you're a certain skin color, you should be able to go out and do this and do that. But when you get 50 years in prison, oh, it's harsh. Well, does anybody ever think about the victims? Or do you ever think about the poor choices the criminal made? And in this case, it was a poor choice to go after another woman with a knife. But keeping in mind, Micaiah did not come to the office when he got there and said, I'm in trouble. Or I call 911. So once again, that leads me to believe that she was the aggressor here. We have to come to an understanding. And understand that some people don't want to. We have to come to an understanding that stopping criminal action is very important. Important for the victims. Important for law enforcement. Get this guy off the streets. And I'll say this before and I'll say it again. A lot of people like to say back the blue. I don't back the blue. I back the truth. The truth is what I saw in that video. I saw an enraged 16-year-old girl trying to attack someone. And I'll keep saying that. A lot of people don't get it. Especially people who think just let the fight take place. Now, what happens if they defunded the police in that area and the police never showed up? Because people love to jump up and down and say, defund the police. Yet they wouldn't be able to prove where that defunded money is going. They talk about defunding the police and putting the money back in the neighborhood. You defund the police, won't one pothole be covered up? Won't one street be fixed up? I've been driving over the same impromptu speed hump for 20 years. Trust me, it will not be fixed with the defunded money because nobody's defunding the police. Why? Who are you going to call? As I heard on another show, who are you going to call? Ghostbusters? Because you're going to have to call the police. Somebody breaking in your house or somebody coming to your yard or your property or they actually do want to come up there and fight you. Yes, you're going to have to call the police. I do believe there are more good cops than bad cops based on the number of police. No way for me, no way for me to prove that, so I will digress on that one. You can't shoot her in the leg. Don't think people understand how hard it is to shoot a moving target. Even a slow moving target. So what I want you to do for the people who don't understand how certain firearms operate, I want you to Visit a gun range, preferably one that has targets that move maybe back and forth. Maybe you can get the time alone or on the range to speed the target up and see if you can shoot the target in the leg. I guarantee you'll miss. Now, have I done this before? Yes. Targets, not people, obviously. Have I shot them them in the leg? Yes, but only with certain calibers and at 50% at best. Most people who are trained to shoot, especially when they're first starting off their training, are trained to shoot center mass because that is the larger area. I'm not talking specialty training like SWAT, military special forces, Navy SEALs. That's a different type of shooting. That's the precision shooting. That's sniper shooting, which I know absolutely nothing about except for the things I see on YouTube or television. And I'll be real with you about that. But just try it. See how many shots you are completely accurate with in the thigh or leg area. You'll be surprised at how difficult it is. A lot of people, and once again, I do not know how police really do things. I'm not riding along with them. Most of my knowledge of what I see or what I you know what I understand was from the TV show, Cops. I watched Cops faithfully for over 20 years. And from what people who are in law law enforcement have told me, they have the experience, I don't. But I understand sometimes in heated situations what needs to be done. Now, Micaiah Bryant's real family not to be confused with the foster family, has come out with an attorney. That attorney talked to the family and the family, and first of all, the mother was on that stage in front of city hall with crocodile tears. She was like trying to force herself to cry. So there's something going on there, some type of underlying family issues that neither you or I know about, so I can't comment on that. But there's definitely something going on. Why wasn't she with her real family? I don't know. You don't know. And it's tragic that she had to lose her life that way. It really is. I'm not bad mouthing anybody. I would never attack anybody like in any manner because I don't know I don't know them personally. So I'm not doing that. I'm just stating what happened during this case. They want an investigation. This is the family with the attorney into the Ohio foster care system. Now, one thing I just heard on a recent video is that how bad could this foster system be if former foster children were showing up to this woman's house for her birthday? Maybe they thought they could help Makaya in some way. And like I said, from the anger that was going on about housekeeping, you have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. Especially that guy kicking that girl in the head. that All that was crazy. But that's completely something else. And I'll get into that another time. Uh, keep it rolling with the same topic here. And they also want a federal investigation into the shooting. It's pretty cut and dry to me. Now, what I think the family really wants, because like I said, the lawyer won't disclose why Micaiah is in foster care. She's only just talking about um, the federal investigation and about the foster care system. She says right now they're not gonna discuss why she's in foster care. it's probably due to the fact that they don't wanna mess up any type of lawsuit that they're trying to file against the police department. But it's amazing how her family didn't even care until they could get some money from her death. And that's the way I see it. I cannot 100% prove that. That's exactly how I see it. Now they all on TV with the fake tears and the fake head down, fake visual. No, I'm not buying it. I think you want some money. I think these people are greedy and they could benefit off that poor girl's death. And the way they looked, looked as if, yes, yeah, she's gone, but she really wasn't family anyway. Because where was this family? And we don't know what this family was. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you guys next week. Have a good one.